If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. There's a lot to go on with this. You can make money from your podcast, no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Remember, your podcast journey starts here. Hey everyone, and welcome to my car cast. This is another episode of Miles Veneer's Car Cast. It's a podcast, but I'm in the car driving home from school. So I thought it'd be interesting to do a episode on something that's pretty interesting that not that many people know about. We're going to talk about heavy checks, maintenance heavy checks. So sorry if the car is loud, bumping, turn signals, uh, possible music coming on. It's all about the name of the game, driving home. Um, this could be a long episode because I'm driving home from basically Joliet to my house. So tonight we're going to be talking about aviation heavy checks, A check, B check, C check, and D check. I'll get in a little bit involved in some of the other ones, but most importantly, we're going to talk about the good old A check. So all aircraft undergo routine maintenance, uh, no matter what intervals, depends on really what, uh, intervals they're talking really about. Uh, some places have, uh, like some of the 747s we get get A heavy checks, which means they take apart some of the main systems, jack the airplane up, look at the landing gear, do basically things that are set set with some other uh, interesting topics. Uh, so like something would be strut testing or landing gear drops. Uh, this usually happens every so often. So not necessarily everything added, but it's something different. It's performed every 800 flight cycles, and uh, it's conducted usually overnight, so night shifts usually do it, or usually in a hangar environment in warm and climate, so like Florida, Miami, etc. Usually it takes about 20 man hours. Uh, most of the maintenance is conducted in a 20 man hour. That's usually the default setting of it. Um, regarding most of other things, it is done in or on property. A contractor usually will do it, so usually that that will be the case of things. Hmm, let's see. Another thing that's interesting about a check is it's usually the first check done after a default setting check. So line maintenance will do the regular daily check, and after that, with a lot of teardowns and stuff, that will usually go to a check. B check. And like I'm saying, I'm just summarizing the heavy checks. So B-check is conducted approximately every six months. And it requires two or three days in the hangar, a little bit more heavy, about 150 man-hours added. Once it's added, added after that, then we start going to C-checks. C-checks are more comprehensive, 16 to 20 months of flight service. And it takes about 5,000 man-hours of maintenance. So the names say it all. A, B, C, checks, really talks about length of maintenance. So basically, the longer the time is, the more maintenance heavy it is. Alright, let's look at the next thing. The most extensive maintenance checks is the D check, of course. The D check is a heavy maintenance check and must be undertaken roughly every five years. 
For a D-check, an aircraft is completely torn down for overhaul, taking an aircraft out of service for a month, or even possibly longer. And that's at 40,000 man-hours. So that's, that's definitely putting in the time. So what does a D-check really have to offer for a jumbo, especially like a 747? So now the video that is put on here shows British Airways doing a D-check on a 747. It's a pretty awesome video. Uh, if you need to know what the video looks like, you can look at YouTube. Probably have a video on there. 747 D-check takes about 30 to 40, 50,000 labor hours. It takes about four to six weeks. So it takes a good amount of time. When it comes with heavy checks like this, you got to really put in perspective man hours, uh, the amount of add-ons that are put on put into it. You know, it's 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 like routine maintenance, but not. So before we go in depth with uh, more of D checks and heavy checks, we're going to discuss what line maintenance really is. And line maintenance is anything that does maintenance on an aircraft. It's kind of like servicing. So like post-flight maintenance practices, service check, overnight checks. Line checks, minimal tools, and are usually done at airport gate and under the open sky. So that means including no, no hangers. A checks, which is the next level, like I explained earlier. This maintenance is done overnight, but it's done usually in a hangar setting. And it includes drop downs with jacks, includes drop down maintenance tasks, and all that. This frequency of the check varies by the aircraft type. So the DC-10 can have a different one, the 747 can have a different one, 737 can have a different one, and so on. The flight cycle count is another change, and the number of hours flown is another change. The maintenance work during HX often cover general inspections of the interior and aircraft hull or evidence. Additionally, it also includes, but not limited to, service, engine, and function checks. Other work performed could entail things such as checking for emergency lights, Lubricating nose gear, checking parking brake accumulator pressure. So it's really checking a lot of the accumulator pressures, the tanks, and so on. B checks are often completed during the A check phase, as airlines and operators have phased out B checks. For airlines and operators, for officially maintained repair and overall an aircraft, some B checks tests have been absorbed into A checks. So it's kind of like mixing A and B. So it's kind of making a PB and J, except without the J, you just get the peanut butter. But adding to them together, you're, make, you're creating more of a, a certain type of maintenance plan. With the HX added, you then get offered more of a hydraulic check, pneumatic check, fire system check, and landing gear check. But most importantly, you got to remember that most of these things are brought on because of the maintenance practices. So one, one certain practice had to be involved in this. It looks like there's a car accident up here. That's not good. The perks about doing podcasts and driving is other than you guys hearing the road noise, which I... Dealing with other people. Going back to the story. B-checks schedule and implement better uses of resources, such as hangar and test equipment. So you get more Bowsers, uh, you get more add-ons, um... It really depends on what needs to be added. 
So with with mul- with the multiple add-ons of bead checks, a lot of maintenance practices like to add on different things. So with that being being said, typical work on them can be one to three nights. That includes all days as well too. So after reading that, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about bead checks? I think bead checks can be interesting. Uh, it depends on the aircraft. So, of course, it depends on the aircraft. But typical work completed during beat checks are tasks such as checking alignment and torquing of the nose landing gear, inspecting the wheel while hydraulic tubing for corrosion, condition, and fluid leakage. So it's more of a condition factor on it, more or less. Now, after reading that, what do you think about that? So you get HX, which are like minimal check tasks, but line maintenance is the first line of defense, which is kind of funny, no pun intended. After that task, after that task, it's more of an add-on with multiple things added, and you gotta you gotta remember that. Gas. It's all like gas leak. You gotta add on that multiple things put in with a B check have to be coinciding with an A check. So if you're coinciding with a different check, you're not really getting what you worked for. So, for instance, if you do an A check, you're more likely gonna have to do a B check. Now, if it's there longer than a certain time, then you can move on. It's gonna cost your company extra and the contractors more maintenance hours. This is where we go into C checks. C and D's are more, this is getting into more of the heavy maintenance, the heavy mechanic work. C checks taking apart most of the, some of the actuators, taking apart the wheels, taking apart, you know, some of the heavier aspects. Flaps, flap rigging, nose modules, horizontal stabilizer modules, really more of the module aspects. So when we look at things like that, where, where do you want to do things like that? Because if you're working in a, an airline industry with hangers, you're, you're possibly going to be doing a lot of these, a lot of this heavy maintenance. So it's really for you to decide where you want to work. In a job like mine, line maintenance is a, is a heavy thing. Uh, you get out to the airplane, you do your maintenance, you get tasks done, and you're done. Sometimes we'll get heavy maintenance, not really C&D checks, but you'll get things that apply a lot of work at it. There are some things that are added that add a little bit more patience involved too, like D-checks. D-checks is when you start getting into really heavy heavy maintenance that's going to take a long time. An example of that can be, and is more than likely going to happen, starting to mess with fuselages, starting to mess with different add-ons of the work starting to mess with different systems of the aircraft. Fire bottle systems, squib systems, oxygen systems, pneumatic systems, more delicate hydraulic systems, and so on. I think if you look up some of the videos on YouTube of D-checks, C-checks, it's pretty interesting. Uh, like I said, Boeing did a really interesting one on the 747 where they do a D-check on, the, on a 400 model. It's very interesting, and I, I like watching it, so you guys should check it out, too, because it's, it's quite interesting. Routine maintenance checks 
usually call forth on servicing uh, hydraulics, servicing oils, servicing tires, a lot of servicing add-ons. That doesn't mean you're not going to see servicing in D-checks and C-checks. You're still going to get that. And you're also going to see issues as well. Some airplanes come out of the C-checks and D-checks with warranty claims where the airplane is still under warranty for that C-check. So if an issue does happen, it's still on that check and they have to be taken back for further evaluation of work. That can be a headache. And to be honest with you guys, to be honest, that sounds like a huge headache. So the demand is there. So it really depends on the demand of the airplanes, demand of the companies. You know, it it plays a huge role in that that aspect. So when we see when we see different companies with different camps, camp meeting, you know, a center of aviation with their maintenance practices are added on. So one company might have a different camp, like American Airlines, United Airlines will have a different camp, and Atlas Airlines will have a contractor camp, so it's completely different. You know, and, and you put it you put in perspective that everyone's maintenance practices are the same, but all in all, they're really not. So next time you see an airplane, remember that each airline might have a different camp, which includes different different checks. If you go on like Instagram or you go on um, a bunch of Reddit even, you can type in these checks like maintenance tests. There's a lot of engine changes, uh, APU changes. That's a big add-on for checks, for C checks and D checks, maybe even B checks, where they change the engine completely. Some of those guys can do it very quick. You know, you do a tire change in half an hour or even an hour, that's a good nominal time. These guys are like pit crews, you know, they got we're the pit crews of aviation. But those guys are the heavy engineering forces that have to really put in effect on what, what needs to be done. You know, you see cars and trucks and trains, but that's a whole other ballgame compared to airplanes. They might have some manuals that are given some forth, but airplanes are the whole technical aspect of it. You know, that, that, put, that puts in a great, a great story where... That puts in a great aspect where... Technicians are needed everywhere in aviation. They're needed in A checks, they're needed in B checks, they're needed in C checks, they're needed in D checks, they're needed in line maintenance, they're needed everywhere. Mobile service repair units. These areas are all over the world. So we go to a stat from NAA, National Aviation of Airlines. Aviation maintenance technicians are 626,000 needed worldwide according to Boeing. So that's according to Boeing statistics on the matter. Now, I, I believe that number has probably gone up a little bit because there's a lot of maintenance workers that are retiring. 33% of that workforce are in retirement. There you go. And 188,901 daily worldwide flights happen every 24 hours. So daily. So when you look at numbers like that, does that surprise you? It definitely surprises me. So... Since they're periodic inspections, you know, there's a lot of limitations and it can be pretty um, boring. I'm not saying boring as in um, the work will be boring. It just sounds very repetitive. And I know a lot of mechanics that might want to do that work. Yeah, people might say my job's repetitive, but being able to see airplanes every day and different airplanes every day, 
makes it a little less repetitive. Yeah, it might be the same type, but it's different. So this is going to another another field and chapter is are D checks and C checks in just commercial aviation? The answer is no. They are in military aviation as well. This this goes back to my military career where our trucks go through checks. Maintenance workers go through different checks and different aspects and fields and stuff. Yeah, that might not be aviation, but they're back in the same type of work. So answer me this. Are these are these numbers the same numbers as aviation? The answer is no. Helicopter mechanics in the, in the Army and the, the Marines and Air Force and Navy go through all different types of training. So are they different? Of course they are. They're also different between European Aviation Society, Canadian Aviation Society, and the FAA. So everything is different. You can have one matter, you can have two matters, three matters. They're all different in all aspects. So I'm really strictly going by the FAA's requirements for these checks. So that's what makes it interesting is a lot of these places, they go for different, they go for different checks. So it's, a lot of people think just because an airplane goes through one heavy check means it needs to be done next three, five months. It's all depending on the aircraft type. So I already went over the system types. The D-check for most airlines is very, very costly, especially with parts and man hours. When you're talking about 30 to 50,000 man hours with four to six weeks, even more, you're really putting in a lot of time with that airplane. So everything is is put in very, very securely, like it should be, and precise. If it's not done precisely, it's hard to determine what needs to be done. So, for instance, if one place does a maintenance task on a 777 and it's 62,000 hours, is that a C-check or a D-check? The answer is, that's a D-check. If it's a little bit over a certain amount of hours, depending on the company, they might move it to that certain checkpoint. I find that very, very interesting. I never knew that. I also never knew that the amount of workers that work on these. There's a pretty good amount of them, but a lot less than I would expect. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's a lot less than you think. So really, putting perspective of these checks, the 777 cost an actual $4 billion. Sometimes going costs more for just transferring equipment. But the actual cost of a 777A check is triple down that cost. So a D check for a 777 costs around $4 million. Sounds about right looking at it through that that eyes. And most of that costs for the actual time. So that's more of maintenance hours. Triple seven three hundred, which is the next model up, costs about four million five hundred thousand. Seven four costs about six million, and a seven three seven eight hundred costs about one million. So when you look at the comparisons for all the aircraft, they all take different times. An ATR, for instance, is two to f- their D checks can be f- eight years. It all depends 
on what needs to be done with the airplane, but eight years for an ATR compared to an Airbus 320, the D-Check could be 12 years, six to 12 years. CRJ, only about 7,500 flight cycles. Seven, four, six, six years, eight to nine years most. So it really depends on the structural zones. I would like to see one done. Maybe go down to Miami and see their hangars and see one done. I think it would be very interesting. So looking at these references and what is actually happening through here, we can concur and conclude that an A-check, B-check, C-check, and D-check are all heavy checks. More of the C and D-checks. A and B's are more of light medium. C and D are heavy. So the spectrum of it goes line maintenance, A-check, B-check, C-check, and then lastly, D-check. The last thing you guys need to know is every airline's different, every operator's different, every MRO is different. So no matter what you need to do, everything is different, and followed by that airline or aviation company's camp. Thank you very much for listening. That's really all I have to say. Everything else is going to be jibber-jabber. I know I was saying something about a 767. It might be coming up soon. I am almost home. Still a little bit amount of time left. But thank you guys for listening. And hopefully the road noise isn't too bad. Catch you guys later. Goodbye.